guys and welcome back to your very favorite podcast the one and only growing together podcast my name is kaylin i'm kyra and we're here to crip walk with you through life faith relationships and money yes sir although specialty in life we just hold hands real quick in relationships <laughs> we are gonna get through this together okay because we barely want to be right now no i actually got like a random spurt of energy that's because you were just so, talking about that girl looking like you. That's not why. Kyra was trying to convince me that some 12-year-old look like her. I'm not trying to conv- I'm not trying to <laughs> convince you, first of all. Okay, first of all, first of all, I literally bought a pot for that plant, and I forgot to put it in there. So I'm pretty mad about that, first you know, of all. There's so many non-plant parents, they probably don't even know that's not potted, though. Now I'm mad because it's just black. If you wouldn't have mentioned it. Black's not part of my aesthetic here. If you wouldn't have mentioned it, I wouldn't have even known. Honestly? I'm, I'm kind of upset about that. I'm feeling the vibe right now. Me too. I, it's feel, it feels good. We put our boys. You guys want to time it? Is? Hey, don't out us. It's, it's 620 and our kids are in bed. We had to, y'all. They're so, no, it's not even I had to. It's they're so tired. They're they're tired. It's first day back to school and like, um, plus the freeze, plus Christmas break. It's been like almost two months since yeah. they've been in school consistently. What? Too much. I just wanted to oh. um, out you since you outed us. Um, just for the record on the podcast, if you don't stop using my hairbrush to lay your edges down, how, how your hair in my brush? I didn't. You didn't? No. I had a feeling you didn't, but how's your hair in my brush? Cause I'm everywhere. <laughs> you know where I found a hair somewhere recently that I was like, wow, I really am everywhere. She be everywhere. You lucky I grew up with sisters though, because for all y'all who ain't got married to i'm not sure if this is like a universal girl thing but i was gonna say uh, a black girl thing where y'all be leaving y'all hair and combs and brushes because they make it work better <laughs> nope. do not expose me right now oh, that's not just you that's <gasps> autumn really i was talking to my sister the other day and she <laughs> she showed me a polaroid picture of a comb that existed before i was born but was still at my parents house after i moved out Wow. Well, you know, I mean, the whole, the like three teeth of it is missing. That's funny. And you know, you could just go to Kroger or anywhere and buy, you know, a $3 comb. It's sentimental. But y'all be holding on the combs like nobody business. Generations of hair oil left in that brush. Is it really that serious though? Because it's seasoned. Like, you know, because like we were looking at grills today. Because um, as y'all know, um, we have been going through this whole remodel process. We've been eating out every single meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then sometimes we think we're healthy and we skip a meal. You know, sometimes we don't want to add the extra 2,000 calories. So we just skip. But we've eaten out every meal since December 23rd and we moved here. And maybe even before that. Um, but we're getting our act together. Tomorrow, and even the fact that we're doing this podcast right now, is us putting our feet down and saying, we're changing. Enough is enough. I told y'all earlier, like, we don't even, even want to be here. one of them days. Let me tell y'all something. I wore this to church yesterday. So it's been that kind of day for me. All right. Wow, you're truly me. exposing yourselves. Today. So we're looking at grills because we want to start cooking at home. I've got our appliances installed. We need a grill. Some of them. And I've been looking at the grills, and they say that with certain grills, like the ceramic ones that we're looking at, you have to like season the grill. So I'm not really sure what all that entails, but that's similar to like the comb, right? Well, like, also I think just like a lot of black people say that. You think that the the combs really do be absorbing y'all oils and like working better? Um, I don't know if they necessarily work better, but they definitely do absorb like the oil from your hair, like your scalp. I think that make them work better. Maybe. But anywho, um, so how how how's your week going so far? You know. I mean, y'all see that ribbon in her head. <laughs> you like it? I do like it. I feel like I add a ribbon to my hair, and it just makes me two times cuter. That's a lot. Two it's times giving is a lot. Cheer. <gasps> Thank you. Giving competition with the lip, the lip gloss. Cause I told Kyra her lips was looking luscious earlier. Cause the way that they, it's, it's popping, they looking juicy. You know how much money I spend on lip products and he likes the $7 one from target. Hey, okay. But. Okay. Anyway, I mean, I think it's been going good. I feel like life is just like literally centered around the house renovation and things getting finished up. The person who's doing our, like finishing off our bathroom can only come on the weekends. So it's like a week of time in between things kind of happening so i mean it's it just like really a hard, huge though. waiting game yeah 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 he like is here until the sun's down um and then yeah i think like just our health is deteriorating which is okay you guys know it's literally cray cray 
I have eaten out, like Kaylin said, every single day for the past, I think like two months now, right? Almost two months. Yeah, we, We're like we a week away from two months. But before I had kind of like taken my YouTube hiatus, I was doing this whole, I was like working out almost every single day. I was like making big changes. And I like, every time I post a picture of myself, I'm getting messages of people being like, I'm trying to lose weight. Like you look so good. How? And I'm like. Is it the angles? Is it the angles? I don't, I don't know. You haven't gained weight though. I haven't gained weight. It's just like body recomposition. Like it's kind of like. I just kind of filled out in more areas, but I don't think I've necessarily gained weight because I weighed myself like two weeks ago and I was scared, y'all. I was hiding from the scale because (laughs) honestly, like if I know that I've gained weight, like I can't fit my jeans. If I can't button the jean, there's no way I'm stepping on the scale because it's like, I don't need that kind of negativity. Like I'm not going to just like, why would I do that to myself? I'm just like asking to hurt my feelings. I'm not going to do it. And so I was like, no, no, I'm not going to do it. But then one day I was like, oh, I got to do it. So I just did it. And then I literally had actually lost two pounds. Hey, okay. I was like, I literally have been going to the gym every single day, literally not losing, not though scale was not budging at all. But obviously you could see like my body recomposition. And so I was like, that's, I mean, that's kind of where the positives are is that you can at least see your body changing. But like, how do I step on the scale? And I actually lost two pounds, but my pants don't fit now. Like, that's so weird how it's kind of like, it just kind of filled out, you know, it went to, it went to areas. Certain areas. I feel like a lot of it is in my legs and my booty because I cannot fit my jeans. It is cannot fit my jeans. There, I, I literally, we got it for church and I'm like, I don't know what I'm wearing. I sat in church on Sunday with my pants unbuttoned. Okay. Fun fact about me. That's not your first time doing that though. Okay. And I mean, like, you used to do that when you were pregnant and, like, you just be have belly, belly out. Okay. Well, the fact that we're comparing me to when I was pregnant, yeah, that's that's my that's my point. You acting like you wearing what you wore yesterday right now. What did I wear yesterday? I don't know, but I'm oh. wearing what I wore. Because, y'all, I gained 15 pounds. Um, it don't look like it. No, you're thick. <laughs> it don't look like it, but look, let me tell you something. <clears throat> So I've been wearing an Apple Watch since they first came out, right? And with the Apple Watch, I'm on, um, from the area that's closest to the screen, I go on band or hole three, right? So <gasps> Your just, wrist? Is yeah, that small? It's small wrist, right? So I'm just dee, 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 going well, along my life. Well, use the larger band. Use the larger band. And it's been like over five years, probably six, seven years I've been wearing this thing. Dee, 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 dee. I've always been number three. And I used to actually kind of low-key be number two. Wow. That's so really after small. we got married, I went to uh, number three, um, you know, <laughs> Happy had to become a man. And I must have put that watch on and it was fitting a little snug. Right. But here's where you really get told on with steel watches or with like watches that are set. You put the watch on and like you set it like when you first get it or whatever. And I got some watches like back in the summer or whatever. You know, um, And in the summer, it's hotter. So your blood pressure is a little bit higher. Like it, your, your wrist is supposed to expand. You don't know that. No, it, that's true. So tell me why it's winter. So my wrist is supposed to be smaller. I must have put my watch on, but he did not want to get on. I said, what is going on? So, um, I just so happen to be an African-American male and I am genetically predisposed to high blood pressure. So you add in the canes that I'm eating almost daily with the saturated fats that is in the other fast foods the in and out the can and really those are the one bing 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 we just ping-pong. kayla went hey, I, <laughs> I stepped on that scale i went yeah i dropped i dropped right off then i tried to do my toe 15 of them up there so that was last week right but um i know me and i know my routines i know what makes me feel good which is why i anticipated this going so badly because i'm like look if our kids can't have a routine, if we can't have a routine, if we can't eat something in, I'm going to start being avoided. Yeah. And with me, I know some of y'all are like weirdo Enneagram people, but I'm not. But if I was, um, my place where I go when I'm unhealthy, if I was a weirdo Enneagram person, would be avoidance. And when I'm healthy, I am, I'm resolute. I, I have direction. I'm focused. Like I'm getting stuff done. So, um, needless to say, Buddy has been watching some streaming shows, has been eating ice cream, Girl Scout cookies, and gaining 15 pounds. But 
I did get a hold of my weight and but I started it, intermittent fasting and I'm back down to where I usually am. It's just the weight ain't really a good indicator of health. You the have inside to work of me out, yeah. is dirty with saturated fat. Yeah. You don't really look different though. My skin look different. Mine too. Sis, <gasps> the, I need some, I need a toner. Like my, my skin tone needs to level no, out. You need a double cleanse. Don't you tell me what I need to do. We are really exposing each other, but seriously, you need a double cleanse. Kyrie swears that if you have any whiteheads on your face, that your skin is like, it automatically needs to just be scraped. Your skin looks sponge. good right now. And I'm trying to tell you, like, you be doing too much. Like, you don't even no, gotta do all that. No. When, if you have whiteheads popping out in the middle of the day, babes, double cleanse that, please. Sis, what's the most expensive lipstick you've ever bought? Um... Probably like $56. And how many that times? Was, I literally just pulled that. And how I don't many know. times did you get complimented on that? I don't know why. None. You got a $7 lipstick on. And I told you your lips look luscious. Little mama. Lip gloss What was your point? My point is you don't got to be doing all that. You're doing too much. So for me, oh. with this natural beauty, this natural tonage, when I'm not borderline pre-diabetic and having my skin discolored, um... I'm straight, but it's, I'm telling you, it's the canes. It's the canes. Yeah. Okay. Is there like a correlation between eating like greasier food with like oil production in your skin, sebum production? Because, oh my goodness. Like even when I touch my nose, I mean, it's pretty smooth right now, but like I've been eating the shower. Like I have never felt my skin like this. My Mm -mm. body straight up rejected it. I it's, it's levels it's to this, right? It's purging out of our face. <laughs> it's levels to this, to this lifestyle. <laughs> but, like, I, I don't come from much, right? So that's probably why I noticed the $7 lipstick you got on. But apart from that. Well, you just like natural. That's why. Kyra stopped eating places like McDonald's, Wendy's, and stuff when she was a wee little baby. But I still, you know, kind of ate it throughout high school. But after I married her, I stopped eating it, right? I tried to sneak McDonald's back into my diet. And the way my stomach turned on me. Child, let me tell you. Okay, well, you see what happened was Texas froze. And we didn't have (laughs) a sink, an oven, a stove, nothing. Like, what do you eat? Like, do you just eat right off the can? Like, what do you eat? Genuinely, I don't know what you eat. So the only thing that was open in our area, like close enough to where it wasn't like too dangerous, was McDonald's. Yeah. And we, so we've got, we got the freeze that shut everything down for a week, which was pretty cool. And then we got sick, which shut our whole house down for a week. And then we've had the move and getting everything ready. So needless to say, we shouldn't even be here right now. Um, but I like hanging out with y'all. But when we remembered that we had to do the podcast, we both looked at each other and said, yeah. Well, we stay, guys, why did we stay up until two in the morning last night? Like, who are we? Making all the wrong decisions. Wrong decisions. So we slept for like five hours, if that, last night. So we're like extremely tired. That's why. But enough of that. That was our little update for the week. (laughs) Um, Did you see the Grammys at all? I watched Taylor Swift at the Grammys. Okay. So do you know what everybody's mad at? Okay, <laughs> from your world. I don't want to talk about it. From your world, what is everybody mad at? And I'll tell you what I know. Um, the collaboration of gospel music and secular music. Oh, I I didn't know you were gonna go there. Oh, what are you? I just saw Sam Smith dressed up as Satan. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. Okay, so what are you talking about? Oh. I don't want to talk about it. Why not? I don't don't really have an opinion. Without talking about it and without having an opinion, what do you think is the risk of talking about it? Oh, it's not that there's, I I mean, sure, maybe there's a risk. I'm more so I have not thought about it at all today. I just kind of know what happened, but I don't like have finalized thoughts to be like, this is what people should think. Okay. So you did your little preface that you do. What what were they, what are they gonna be mad at? Not them, but like, who are the people gonna be mad at? Like, what's the touchiness about? Oh, it? I think that they just think Christian artists should not collaborate with secular artists. Who collaborated with who? I think Quavo collaborated with Maverick City Music. 
But then Maverick City Music just kicked somebody out, right? <laughs> so you you go into too many detail. Well, we don't even know what really happened. Well, I'm I full disclosure. That's why I said yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. That's but why I'm from, saying like, you don't got to get I've, all into it because obviously we don't really know what happened. Right. Cereal was one of the best parts of childhood and being a kid. But as I got older, I realized how much more I needed to watch out for the sugar and empty carbs, specifically in the morning. And Magic Spoon has the amazing flavors you love, but with high protein and less sugar. So a little bit about Magic Spoon. They have a variety pack. The four flavors are cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. This pack has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and four to five net grams of carbs. Only 140 calories a serving. It's high protein, has zero grams of sugar, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, and soy-free. So if you guys want to try it, go to magicspoon.com growing to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code growing at checkout to save five dollars off your order and of course magic spoon is so confident in their product it's backed with 100 happiness guaranteed so if you don't like it for any reason they'll refund you your money no questions asked remember get your delicious bowl of high protein cereal at magicspoon.com growing and use the code growing to save five dollars off thank you magic spoon for sponsoring this episode from what i from what i've understood about what people are upset about is one the collaboration but then also the hypocrisy quote-unquote hypocrisy because i don't know if that's true i don't know if that's true okay is so, it a song that came out or did they just no i think they together? did a um it was kind of like a tribute to um what's his name who just passed oh. um it was one of the amigos yes off offset no take off fly off <laughs> Kyrie, no, too soon. <laughs> no, I don't really too soon. I don't remember. Is it takeoff? Takeoff. I think it is takeoff. I don't know. I know we know some of the answers to these things, but I, I I don't know off the top of my head. Okay, so Quavo and Maverick. Do you like Maverick City? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. Not that I don't like them, but they're not on my playlists. Or I don't really have a reason. I've been I don't know. I don't. I feel like I'm getting into some territories because people. What territory? In like the Christian space, I feel like people are either like, it's okay to support Maverick City. And the other people are like, it's absolutely not okay to support what Maverick do you City. Think? You don't got an opinion on well, that? Well, I don't listen to them, so I don't know what their music's about. You don't listen to Shall Not Want? Oh. That's all we listen oh, to. Oh, I didn't know that was by them. That's what we I like that to. song. I don't know about that. Jubilee jubilee oh yeah i like jubilee we like certain songs and that's the thing like i think some of y'all problem is y'all will throw the whole baby out with the bathwater, and i understand that um i think it's a problem personally but some of y'all may not and it's because you want to really guard yourself from the artists that are singing the song so it's like um i remember when kanye did the collaboration with marilyn manson on jail part two and people were just like he literally did this song with a Satan worshiper. But to me, um, it's, it's more so about the, like, look at it case by case rather than who it's coming from. Um, and that's kind of how I do it. But this is me being informed with who I'm listening to and what they're about. So, like, of course, I don't subscribe to all of Maverick City's music, just like I don't subscribe to all of Kanye's music. But then again, like, I'm not even that big of a music fan. Now, for some of y'all, it would be wise to, even if somebody is, making a gospel album, not even listen to them because you know that it's going to be a slippery slope to you sliding into listening to some stuff that's going to cause you to stumble. So this is not an endorsement for either which way. I just think you know how you are. And if you don't, right. then just kind of steer clear. I mean, I also like, I listen to a bunch of non-Christian artists. Like I listen to Taylor Swift often. Well, Taylor like, Swift called herself a Christian. Okay, well. Um, <laughs> you don't want to get into that one. I listen to Justin Bieber. Like his mute, some of his songs are explicit. Listen, who else do I listen to? Um, I listen to a lot of R and B, which is not the cleanest music out there. I will admit, but I do enjoy it sometimes. I'm trying to see this collab. I mean, it was just like I don't think it was that. It's not like an official song. I don't think. Let me find out. Okay, it was Take Off Who Died. Rest in peace, Take Off. I'm getting hit by the ad. Do y'all pay for YouTube premium? Are no. you into stuff like that? 
No. I'll skip the mess out of an ad. Maybe if it's like the only thing you watch, then yeah. Like who, I think on Hulu and stuff, we do know ads. All right, here we go. Wow. So you got me almost about to start crying and seeing you tear up. You can't do that. I'm trying to be objective. I wasn't going to say I was tearing up. I pulled it together before we had to start talking again. What got me is I think it's what Chandler Moore coming in mm-hmm. with the it's been a long. Woo! Woo! Yeah, I think I think that was a beautiful tribute. Yeah, because um, it wasn't just for takeoff. Oh, it was um, Twitch was in there. Oh, um, Lonnie Walker um, and a bunch of different other people who oh. passed this year. And um, I OK, I understand the outrage from both sides. I understand a Christian music group collabing with secular artists and Christians being outraged at that. But. Um, the reason is because there is an exclusivity with Christianity um, that obviously applies to the music, the, the teaching, the belief system and worldview where it's incompatible to it's incompatible with the world. Like friendship with the world is enmity with God. So from a Christian perspective, it's like, no, that should never happen. That's terrible. Okay. But within the entertainment community, they are a community and they lost these lives. Right. So they, I want to say it's together. not a cipher, but they come together and they sing this they song. They celebrate life. It's not yeah. a worship song. Right. They're, they're <laughs> celebrating these people's lives. They're, they're doing a tribute and they're mourning together. Right. To me, it's a little bit misplaced, the outrage coming from one community being mad at the other. And I just don't think that we got to really be that mad at them. It's like, you know, a lot of us have um, family members that have been in gangs and we've lost them to like gang violence or something. And when you go to the funeral, everybody in their hood and that's the first time they've been to church since the last time somebody got killed within their gang. Um, is it bad for them to be there? Like just be a, a whole nother community coming, 
come in there to mourn or, or for a purpose. Mm-hmm. Now we mad at them because they're using the church for like the wrong reason. Or I mean, that's probably not the best example. But what I'm just saying is different communities, different purposes. They're not singing that song as a worship song. Um, I have one more comment to make on that, but I wanted to let you get yours in. No, I agree. I, I think I, I never heard. I didn't even listen to the tribute, so I didn't even know what they what it was about. I I thought it was only for one person. I didn't even know it's for multiple people. I think it's beautiful. I think I support what do you, it. What do you think is beautiful about it? Um, I think celebrating people that you used to know is a beautiful thing. I love that they did it also publicly as kind of like a like a tribute to multiple people who have died that not only like obviously affects the entire entertainment industry, but also a lot of the people who were in the crowd at the Grammys, like they also knew a lot of those people as well. And then even as like consumers, fans of Twitch, of all these people who passed in the last year, um, I think it's just like, it's, it's kind of like a joining together, linking arms, no matter like our differences, different worldviews. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I, th- I agree that it's beautiful. But you said that you supported it. Um, is it possible to find it beautiful but not support it? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't take that position. What I would say is, as a 1B to the comments that I made, um, being a Christian in the Christian community and knowing the the context that, and the whole reason that Maverick City is there, like they are, or they claim to be like gospel artists, and I have listened to all their music, um, but to kind of show my cards a bit, I would be, if there was a spectrum of like super progressive Christians and like super fundamentalists, I lean more like rigid. Mm-hmm. Um, some people might call it legalistic. Um, definitely not a legalist. I don't think you're legalistic at all. Well, to the super like far left progressive person, they'd be like, oh my goodness, you're so legalistic. And then to the person who's super far on the right, they'd be like, you're lukewarm. <laughs> <laughs> so you get you can't really please anybody. This is why I'm saying like a lot of this is just going to be up to your own personal opinion, personal convictions. Um, so there are people that are on the spectrum of the more uh, fundamentalist line of thinking that would say groups like Maverick City, one they'll they'll never listen to them, and two they'll just call them dangerous. Now, I'm not here to debate whether that is true or not because I cannot defend them. I just know what I've heard from people that are further on the right. Um, and one of the other critiques that they would have that I think I, I think is worth mentioning is to miss the opportunity to share the gospel on a stage like that when one of the main reasons that people are mourning, it's actually twofold. One, they, like, they really have no hope. And I know in the lyrics it says like, oh, we'll see you again. We'll see you again. But the argument, if you're really being true to your faith as a Christian, is you can't actually say that in good faith and actually believe what you're saying if these people weren't actually saved. And obviously it's not our job to say who is saved or who isn't, but you can see by the fruit of one's lifestyle whether you may or may not be. Um and I just don't think that it's necessarily helpful to. But it wasn't Chandler singing that part. I'm not, I'm not critiquing them. I'm just saying as an overall idea um, for condolences or telling people rest in peace. Um, if you have the Christian belief system, if these people are not saved and like y'all knew that. I know a lot of people trying to hold hope well, and like on their deathbed. They said this, but I'm just saying, y'all, let's deal with the elephant in the room of like y'all know some of these people ain't saved and yeah we don't know what happened at the very end but like okay just for the sake of the argument let's assume nothing happened at the very end on the deathbed how do you comfort somebody when the person that they're mourning chose to live their life a certain way like how can i as a christian say you see him again in heaven when that actually may not be true. Just don't say it then. <laughs> but that's, I think, where some of the outrage is coming. So this is not even a. But it wasn't even Chandler saying that. So like, if if Quavo says like, "Oh, we'll see you again, see you in heaven," is that really the time and place to be like? By the way, I don't think he's in heaven. Like, well, you know, some people get not. off at that though. Like, there are some people who cannot wait to, with terrible timing, rain yeah. on the parade of somebody who's mourning as a way to like 
scare them into the faith or like rub it in that they're not as pious as they should be or they're not showing enough fruit in the timeline that this person may want them to. And also a lot of like as Christians, I don't hold non-believers to the same standard or the same beliefs, obviously. So if Quavo is singing about heaven and maybe they believe in in a God, but they think that they believe in the same God that I believe in. Is that also the time and place to be like, oh, we're actually talking about two separate gods. So your beliefs are actually different. I think even if they think that they believe in the one true God, like if they, you I know, think so actually this show is sponsored by better help. Me and Caitlin talked a lot in this episode about how, you know, we've just been kind of struggling in our health. And I know a lot of you guys can also relate to that same sentiment in your own lives. Just knowing that when you feel your best, you also end up working your best, feeling your best, doing your best, uh, however that looks in your own personal life. But 100% sometimes life gets you bogged down or you feel like you're not showing up in the way that you want to. If you're feeling like you might want to give therapy a try or somebody just kind of chat about your life circumstances, BetterHelp may be a great option for you. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and completely online. You really just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no charge. I really, really love the idea of therapy, especially if you feel like it's something you really need. I 100% think that just like talking and expressing yourself can honestly like kind of lift the burden of life and help you get like a better understanding of the issues you're facing and kind of how to move forward um, whether that's like learning different positive coping skills or learning how to set boundaries I think it can really contribute to a more joyful life visit betterhelp.com slash growing today to get 10% off your first month that's betterhelp h-e-l-p dot com slash growing um obviously you can't do it with takeoff because he passed but you can't give these people false hope. Like everybody's getting emotional and yeah, it's a beautiful song. Like the words are beautiful. If there's hope at the end of it, like it's actually, if it's true, it's been a long day without you, my friend, but I when I see you again, like if that's actually true, beautiful, but if it's a lie and then we miss the opportunity, but it also wasn't just about takeoff. Apparently it was about a bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying like, let's get out of like the specifics of like the individuals. Cause I don't want to be talking about people who are like dead. And I even don't even want to be talking about Quavo and Maverick city, but like their death is not exclusive to the celebrity community. Right. You know, like there's tons of people in the secular world, in the Christian space that die. And we all use language like this to try and comfort them. when we could be lying to them. Yeah. I would just not use that language, but I wouldn't be like, if somebody was like, Oh, so-and-so is in heaven. I, I would not try to like correct that or be like, no, I don't think they are. I would, I would not do but that. But you know, some people get off to that. Well, that's like, they'd fine. Be way- that's weird. <laughs> like, like my dad is a pastor, right? And he's not like this. I'm just using this as an example because I grew up and I've been to so Your many Your dad's funerals. a good example of this though. I've been to so many funerals, y'all. And it's like people dying for all types of reasons. Little babies, like older people, gang about like, if, if they've died a certain way, I've probably been around it. And my dad is a straight shooter in that the messages are, they're always honest, but he's not, for lack of better words, dancing on the grave of the person and trying to use them as a proxy to like save everybody. To, se- to send some message. That's why I'm like, I know you were saying people could be mad that, oh, on the stage for the Grammys would have been a great time to like share a gospel message. But it's like, if that wasn't, that's not what that time was allotted for. Does it and, matter? Th- and that's okay. Does it matter though? Yes. Why? To just think, hey, by the way, I don't, I just, it was, it was, well, they were, they were singing. It wasn't like a altar call in the middle of the Grammys. What is the altar call even? Like, is that even biblical? <laughs> Now my, you're bringing my, up my too spectrum, much My stuff. spectrum tra- starting to show. You're Let bringing me stop. up too much stuff. I'm just saying like, Okay. Out of respect for the house and the event and the rules, I understand why the invitation or the message wasn't shared. But I've also seen Christians in the entertainment space talk about and share the gospel in very unique ways. I do think that they were used by God to uh, share it in a way that is like palatable. And I have to hesitate because there are people, again, that will just be like, no. Don't water it down. Don't change nothing. 
I also did see a few people. I don't know if this is true, but apparently there's not like a gospel. What do you call it, like section or um, award? You can win award. Yeah, there's not like a gospel award. So the fact that Maverick City was like invited or was kind of mean? did this tribute was already like a, a step in the right direction, I guess, to gospel music, even maybe potentially being like a actual award that can be given to that category. <sighs> so that's just, another because I think um I think Kirk Franklin was also there and he said he's doing a live online to talk about the whole thing too so I, I don't know I don't know what people think I'm just I'm, I'm trying to really think because I've I think I've I've done my best trying to not straw man but like steel man each of the positions and like give some perspective maybe to you guys who probably haven't thought about it that way but I'm trying to think about what I think about it. And it's hard because you kind of have to preface what you say so much, especially when you yeah. start getting into like um, salvific type conversations. Um, and I really, like I'm not here to like have my personal convictions uh, cause anybody to stumble or cause like anybody to doubt. But if I'm being honest, I have to say, is the goal for a Christian artists christian entertainers christian celebrities is it to get the world's approval like you said a step in the right direction um them having a gospel category and then being able to like win a a grammy but it's like is that even the ultimate aim like yes that's icing on the cake and great like if i could win a grammy you know we got almost got nominated for audio grammy for audiobook so you know i was very interested in winning that um, that's not why we wrote the book with like right but am i validated ultimately by worldly secular institutions like that no and i don't know if maverick city if that's their only aim i mean i would hope that they're it's not um and i give them the benefit of the doubt and say that's not but when you are the best at what you do then that gift make room for you and yeah. you start you know, winning awards, you end up in spaces and, you know, amongst people that, you know, other people don't get the opportunity to be around. So, you know, those gifts get you in the room with powerful men and women. So that's why I just think that it's misplaced to just look down on them when what other Christian music group has ever even been in that position? I don't know. And yes, you will fumble it if that is the ultimate aim. Like if it was like, as a Christian music group, let's assemble one and then maybe we can go to the Grammy. Like, yeah, if that's it, then that's dead. That's a bad goal. But if they set their eyes, <laughs> I'm still here from our past. <laughs> if they set their eyes on Jerusalem like Jesus did and their ultimate aim was to bring glory to God and minister to people through the music and edify people through the music and on the way of doing that, that gift and then being so great at it, allowed them to be in these spaces what's wrong with that because they're not doing it in a way that you might want them to well i think that's true like i've we also see any time an award is maybe get being given or um christians have the chance to like make more money or earn more money people are instantly like oh you're doing it for the wrong reason as soon as they reach a certain level because even if your like goal is not to go to the grammys or win these awards or make more money when you're talented what you do and you're like the people's choice whether you want to be in the room or not, like you just will get invited because you are the people's choice and you have the attention and money follows attention. Mm -hmm. So even if it's not what you want, like sure they could decline every invitation, they could decline the extra money, but are they going to, and should they? And does that mean that there are, you know, their eyes are not set on Jerusalem and they aren't trying to serve God in whatever area they're working in? It's hard too, because, okay, as, as Christians, it's very easy to appear pious by just being so overt and saying what your eyes are set on and then kind of displaying that where it's like with Jesus, yes, he declared like what his mission was and he lived that out and he didn't, you know, struggle. He's also God. But like, For us, like, yes, we all say, you know, we're doing this for the kingdom and this is to like help fulfill the Great Commission. Um, But along the way, we do get distracted and we do stumble and we are tempted. Like, I feel like if we're talking about spectrums, every Christian is somewhere on the spectrum of 
believing prosperity gospel and having persecution complex. Because if you're doing something at a high level excellently and you're operating in your gift and people recognize it, opportunities start to follow. And with those opportunities come attention, fame, money, all the vices that the devil can throw at you, or even these blessings, like these good things that can just come at you in such an abundance that the temptation can make you lose focus on the one who gives those good gifts. So as a way to counterbalance that or to react to that type of um, prosperity, sometimes we can way overcorrect and say, you know what, I'm going to sell it all because this is all vain. This is terrible. This is worldly treasure. I don't want to build it up. And it's just like, obviously, you don't want to be on either one of those extremes. But like, if you're asking yourself, if this relates to you at all, like, where do you commonly find yourself? Because I know how I felt. Like when YouTube popped off for us, um, it was exhilarating. It was euphoric. And I'm like, wow, God has smiled on me. <laughs> but then the weight of having all that stuff and worrying about all that stuff, the attention, the money, the, the reputation, the everything. Yeah, there's pros and cons. I start sliding. I say, you know what? Forget it all. I'm going to stop uploading. I'm going to condemn this. I'm going to actually talk bad about the thing that got me to the place. And I'm just going to be, I'm going to force myself into poverty so I could just be alone with my Jesus. And I'm just like, that's, that's just as bad. (laughs) It's just as bad. Idolization on both sides. So I think that it's very easy to critique from outside the arena. And if you've never been in that exactly. position, you ain't been in the arena. If you ain't been on a Grammy stage and had the opportunity to profess the gospel and go off the, the script, then you don't know what you do in that situation. We all think we know, but we all know what we'll do. So, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, we're, like, judging people's intentions, which we just don't, we do not know. Like, we do not know their battles. We do not know their relationship with God. So, it's just. And for my people who are going to say we're going too soft, um, I am not defending Maverick City. I'm talking about this because this applies to a lot of different positions that we've um, all been in. Um, Because, look. They may be influential. They may be considered celebrities at this point to the world, but we're all influencers in certain spaces. And I don't know about y'all, but I've had plenty of opportunities to step up and declare Jesus in spaces that needed it. And I shied away from it. I've also been in places where I did and I was really bold. But if you only judged me or my faith or my character off the times that I, my voice shook or I got a frog in my throat, then I'm just as bad as anybody else that y'all trying to condemn. Right. So I just don't think that it's helpful. I just don't think it's helpful. I agree. So um, other things happen at the Grammys that folks are mad at. And this oh, one really? I understand even more clearly. Goodness gracious. I didn't even know all this. So apparently Sam Smith, um, I, I know him as a thrift shop guy, right? Didn't he sing that song? But he performs at the Grammys and he's wearing um, a devil's outfit. Now, I saw a picture, but I will not watch the video because, you know. Wait, did you say thrift shop? I, that was that? not Sam Smith. Theory. That was Macklemore, huh? Yes. What does Sam Smith sing? Sam Smith, actually, I, I used to love Sm- Sam Smith. Like, I almost said Sam Smith. Um, like, ooh, like seven years ago. Why he changed up? Oh, it makes me sad. He didn't switch up. It was okay. I'm looking at it now. We missed the old semi. I'm scared. Yeah, don't watch it. No, I'm not like watching it, but. Yeah, they. the reason I say that is because you just don't know what you're going to see. And we're not really signing up to see all the stuff that y'all trying to be showing now. I didn't watch the Grammys. I just don't understand like. Oh, <laughs> this is scary. Yeah, they try so hard to trigger Christians because it's like, are y'all really enjoying devilish, hellish and demonic stuff like that? secular world or are y'all only doing that to cause outrage like with Lil Nas X and the blood shoes and all the devil stuff it's like are y'all really into that because if you like really into that like you want to drink blood and eat babies and do stuff like that if you're really into that I'll be like okay but if you're doing that to try and trigger 
the mostly professing Christian country that is America, then like the shock value. Y'all got like, yeah. Y'all gotta stop giving these folks attention. Devil on a stage. Oh my. <laughs> That's what it makes me think. Like this is just this is silly. It's just so overt that it's like it's just, it's just a sign of the times the depravity that's out there and I don't support it at all. But like that, that's not a bold statement to make. Was anybody like who in the crowd was like enjoying this? This is scary. (gasps) Not the fire. No, (laughs) you was no, like I well Cause I'm looking at the people. Cause like a lot of other people who performed, you can see like Beyonce standing and dancing, like Taylor standing and dancing. It was not dancing to it. No, no, not not to this. Oh, but for okay. other performers, like you could see them dan- like dancing. Um, oh, walk smooth out. But then during this performance, I don't see anybody standing. Like they're probably scared. <laughs> they weren't standing. They're probably like, "What are you doing? <laughs> Put it away. <laughs> Wrap it up. Turn the fire I, off." I just, I mean, I want to. I don't want to say I don't understand this fixation with like weirdo demonic stuff because the way y'all be celebrating Halloween and stuff. But like. Hey, different strokes. This is different. Joe is sponsored by Abide. Are you having trouble sleeping? Maybe a little anxiety, maybe a little worry, maybe a little stress. Maybe Abide could really help you. Abide is the number one Christian meditation app. I really love it, especially for before sleeping. It really helps just like kind of calm me down, keep me off my phone, keep me from scrolling. And I find that I actually have much more peaceful rest because I feel like my body is just 100% relaxed the app offers music and then also daily meditations of god's word and the voice is super asmr like very relaxing and it just kind of washes you with god's word so that you can meditate on that before you go to sleep which i think also just aids in sleep aids in a lot of anxiety stress or worry that you can suddenly have before you fall asleep so if you are interested in this download the abide app today and find peace amidst the chaos right now we have a special offer when you subscribe you guys can get 25 percent off your first year when you sign up for the premium subscription but only if you text our promo code growing to 22433 download abide sleep and pray meditation today and text our promo code growing to 22433 today to get 25% off no this is different than Halloween. this is nothing in me that's ever been interested in anything like that ever so it's pray for sam smith y'all everybody different um pray for them pray for anybody who was there and had to be subjected to the performance Goodness gracious. So many of them have to act like they like it because everything you gotta risk it all. And I know they call You're it blacklisted. Weird. We were talking earlier about um Yeah. Like like why does stuff like that have to happen? Well, there's just like a lot of talk as well as I didn't even know this happened, but there's a lot of talk online about just and I mean there always has been, but just like celebrities selling their souls, whatever that means, whatever that looks like, I don't know. But like I even have noticed like some celebrities when they came on the scene, they were kind of one way and then as time goes on and they gain more celebrity, they like start doing really strange things. And it's like, is that who they always were? Or like what's happening? Like why are they doing this stuff? Why do they have to keep pushing the envelope and i mean you i'm not well, sure if it, you want the name drop it's not even like it's not like they're they're saying like i love the devil or like even doing performances like this it's more so like doing things to their appearance that's very weird wearing really strange things like i don't know i'm like why are you doing that well, okay <laughs> I don't what, understand. what i will say is obviously we've never been like a celebrity but right. we reached a point on YouTube at a certain point in time where we were, I mean, and we lived in Bakersfield, which is really close to LA. We were in LA dang near every week. We were near this scene. We did meet celebrities. And like I'm we telling were on red carpet you, before. I'm telling you the, the more high the pinnacle went and the more networking we did within that space. This is what made me hate LA. I hate LA. It scares me. I actually am scared of LA, but the higher we went and the more cloud and, you know, money and all that stuff that you get. And the closer we got in that space, the weirder it got. It becomes more hush hush for sure. Like, and this was during me two times. And the stuff that the stuff that they would overtly say Mm -hmm. was like going down or would invite you to, 
or we just openly do is just like and we, that one's even like the top of the pyramid so i can't even imagine what <clears throat> like the top top celebrities what is happening two things i remember <laughs> we were on a shoot Kyra was doing the work that's too many details <laughs> Kyra's doing the work and i'm there right um i pull up because as it started first you think you think everything's fine everything's normal like this, we're just here for work we're coming no, from bakersfield not. y'all but we started getting uncomfortable having Kyra go to like studios um and sometimes like they'd rent out airbnbs and shoot the content there like we started feeling uncomfortable with her being there without me there but like some of these things will take 12 hours so it's like you can't I, I'm like, do I stay there for the whole time? Do I leave? Like, what do I do? Um, but yeah, anyway, we went to this one shoot and I'm sitting in the backyard, like Kyra's getting her makeup done. She's doing the last few shots and the producer comes out. He's like a big shot. He shoots all these commercials. He does a lot of work with everybody. And the reason I know this is because he couldn't stop talking about it. You know, like people love to talk about themselves. So I'm like, okay, cool, cool. And we end up, I'm a people person. I talk a lot, a lot of different (laughs) people. We end up on the conversation of Harvey Weinstein and the whole Me Too movement and all that stuff. And this guy openly tells me, and I quote, almost verbatim, there's been some time. I don't know what everybody's on about. This happens all the time. This is industry standard. And then he brought up, which if you're familiar with porn, he brought up, it's always been like this. Um, we used to have black couches in the back of the day. And if you wanted to make your career, you would have to come and sit on the couch and we record it. And he was not joking at all. And it probably, it sounds hard to believe, but you can, you can believe it. Or you, you know, I know I was there. I have no reason to be lying about it. And this was the man. He did, didn't he also talk about like women paying? Yes. Yeah. Yes. This was the man who was over producing the whole shoot that my wife was at. Thinking like this, even if nothing happened, even if you didn't feel anything, it's the the power dynamic Mm -hmm. where that's okay to you. That's normalized for you. You expect it. So if it happened while you're over it, you'd be okay with it. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't report it. Mm -hmm. And that was, that was probably like the last time we did something like that. Like we stopped going to LA and we just started having the crews come to our house. That was that was out of line. Another thing happened where um, I'm really not going to give too many details about this one, but there was a pilot being shot, and I was there. And the way the producer and the the way that they were doing this show. They had some like very weird challenges to do. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like violating you where it's like if you participated in it, you're violated and they record it and they own that. Yeah. And to me, it made me feel uncomfortable because it's just like, I ain't doing that. But like, you almost but you think have it's all fun to. And games. You think it's all fun and games. And it was like not like a big thing. It was never going to be a big thing. It was just an opportunity to add to your resume if you want to have a um, career, a, a career in, in the entertainment industry. So it's like one of those beginner type things. But I'm like, oh, no. Well, and that's like got to do. That kind of le- led to like my bigger point that I was talking about this on TikTok where like there's you know, some controversies and like drama around influencers like lying about like brand deals that they've done or lying about products that they use, etc. And I was saying like what a lot of people don't understand, especially for like TikTokers, when you're so new to the industry, you have never seen this this amount of money offered to you. So you're like very quick to sign contracts, very quick to get into these long-term deals, very quick to drive out to LA, fly out to wherever you have to go, only to then get there and recognize that they want you to do maybe certain poses or like have your shirt a certain way or do certain acts that make you feel uncomfortable. But because you are, there's cameras there's lights there's men and women they're all hustling and bustling around you like a lot of it does feel like a movie 
and then also you're new to it like we didn't have any friends in the industry to be like hey this is what to look out for like we were literally paving our own lane at the at that point and so that's where I feel for like tiktokers who are new to jump into contracts and then yeah they end up having to lie to their audience because you're so scared the brand is going to sue you if you say I actually don't want to say that or I want to pull out of this contract because that is definitely something that you get threatened with Mm -hmm. and yeah, you have to lie just because you just want to wrap it up. It's not even about the money. I don't think at that point it's more so like you're scared that it's going to ruin your reputation or um, you're going to literally get sued and have to like pay them money, which that is in a lot of contracts as well. If you don't like hold up your side of the deal, then you actually owe them money, which when you're starting out, you already don't have the money, which is why you signed the contract in the first place. And so I just hold like so much more understanding for influencers who have maybe said false things or lied or like found themselves in a sticky situation and like of course that's not the standard like that's not where you want to stay but I do understand in the beginning you know how you kind of just want to get yourself out of the situation so you do what you have to do because it is scary yeah I disagree because it's just one of those things that obviously is very nuanced and I disagree mostly because you got to count the cost with some of these things and end of the day how much is your integrity worth because yeah but when you're new to it it, if you know you lied about it okay if you do it one time maybe you'll do it again maybe the bag is big enough because right now you're morally compromised because you don't want to have to pay the company the 500 or 5,000 dollars that they offered you if you uh, decommit from the thing but in the future can I sway your opinion if I offer you a hundred thousand dollars yeah so it's like, but I'm if saying you, if you fold, it's, it's about the principle to me. Um, it's bigger than the money or what it might cost you because we've lost out and had to pay lots of money with opportunities like this. I remember almost getting sued by a huge makeup company um, in December for a deal that we agreed to do. I agreed to do. <laughs> and then you told me I want to do it no more. So I told them we're not going to do it no more. And then they I tried remember, to enforce the contract on us. And I, I told remember them, I told the brand same thing. So let's go. They were mad. They, they was big mad. So I'm mad, like, yeah. you're, are you going to really come for me? But that was after I, I had already had a lot of experience. And then also like our manager. What, like, obviously, we make the ultimate decision that if we're going to record something or not or say something. But I didn't have to be the one to communicate at that point. Now, a lot of TikTokers don't have management and they don't have somebody communicating on their behalf. So I'm just saying, I'm not saying that lying and getting yourself out of, out of a situation is the standard, but I do understand how in the beginning you will sign a contract, get into long-term deals, and then the brand is like, do this, this, and this. And then maybe you have like some pushback or some critique and they have an attitude, which Nine times out of 10, they got an attitude. Always. Always got an attitude. They like, it does make you feel a way, especially when you're like a one person team versus a huge brand. So I'm just saying I have understanding for people. Lying. Who did that. Lying. And got out of, yeah, I do. I, I have understanding. I'm not saying it's right, but I have, I hold a space to understand them. In the, that. The, the issue to me with that is it's not like anybody is forcing them to take the money. Like no. no one told you to. Agree no, but at, so when you you're new for? to it and you sign contracts, that contract literally feels like life or death. Kyra, we're not talking That's about a I'm 360 saying. music deal here. We're talking about a one post on Instagram, one post on TikTok, and you can get twenty five hundred dollars. And then you end up getting the project product. And let's say you don't like it or maybe you change your mind or maybe which is commonly the case. You feel like you are worth more this month than you was last month when you agreed. Or maybe you're doing a 12-month long deal that has multiple posts. But when you initially signed that deal, now the the price went up or you feel like it should. No, you got to honor your contracts. But what I will agree with you on, um, or else I would be a hypocrite, <laughs> is when you're young and you really don't have a lawyer and nobody that's representing you. That's all I'm you, saying. And you don't read it. Um, and you just have like a change of heart. Now, that's not to say that it's okay what you're doing. But when I told this makeup brand, we're not doing this no more. That was, that was the wrong. We could have got sued to oblivion. Yeah. But it was 19, so. So. I mean, I was going to, it's out of the statute of limitations now, but uh, I was grown, technically. (laughs) Oh, y'all. Anywho, um, anything else you want to talk about? (laughs) I think I'm good. I think I said too much. I think the 
topics that we spoke about today were interesting. And I know that I have more to say about like certain points. Hopefully when I listen back to this, what I was talking about makes sense. And hopefully what you were saying makes sense for my listening to you. You made sense. But for me kind of like hearing myself, I'm like, Oh, I don't know if I got to complete the point, but we ain't got all day. Cause I got to get to my show. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, thanks for hanging out with this. Y'all. I got some stuff secretly in the kitty that I cannot wait to show y'all. And maybe you shall see soon because we're almost done with the house. I'm going to go put some handles on our cabinets. Uh, we'll probably wrap the rest of the stuff up this week and then we'll start dropping the goodies for y'all either later this week or next week. But anyway, let's look out for us coming on, coming, coming at y'all. <laughs> yeah, we on your neck. Yeah, your throat. Anywho, thanks for hanging out with us. And as you always say, let's, let's keep, keep going, going together.